0: Don't you come down, yeah. take me down, Take
1: down. Take me to the show. What's up, my dudes? We're all three back this week, and it's a glorious week to be talking sports. Uh, I guess we're saying what we're sipping. I'm sipping a little small Dasani water like a dweeb, and I'm sure these guys will have something better to be sipping on. Hell,
0: welcome, folks, and tonight
2: I'm sipping on a little Jack and Sprite. Hell. And I'm back, better, blue guy in hand. Uh, Yeah, it's Monday night. Body's still a little hurting from start with this weekend, but we're back and we're better.
1: Today we're going to be running through a little MLB, talking about NFL week three, and then the majority of our slate will be – this next week in college football, and it is going to be an exciting one. And to start it off, we're gonna throw it to good old Austin Pace for MLB.
0: What's up, folks? We're glad to be back here on a sip with the dudes. MLB's cranking up down here the stretch. It's been a wild season and looking like it's gonna be a wild finish for some of these teams. Um, past week, Rays and White Sox clinched a division in the AL. As we know, we've known that for a while. Astros looking like they're going to clinch. Going on to the NL, you know, the Brewers clinched their division. Uh, Giants, Dodgers still battling it out. Two games up, the Giants are in uh, just Braves, man. NL East is going to come down to this week. I think the Braves are up two and a half games going into tomorrow's series. Uh, a sweep does it. A sweep does it for my, for my Braves. I'll be happy as hell if it happens and I need it to happen this week. I really just need two games to lock it up. I think the magic number is five, so two two losses from Philly and two wins. Uh, I think that'll about do it. Got the best three guys on the bump, Morton Freed and uh, Ian Anderson coming up. So, at home, we should take care of business. I know uh, wild card, man. The wild card just got absolutely blown through the doors these past three weeks. I mean, the – Cardinals are just on an absolutely unbelievable tear. I know Coe, going to dive more into that in a second. I know he's thrilled with that. Uh, Cardinals just been swinging the bats, man, getting great starting pitching and just clutches, man. I mean, last week we hit big time, big time, baby. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about Cardinals down 5-1. Goldie came through twice. Goldie came the team down later grand slam. God, it's been unreal. I love it. Uh, the, Card- the Cardinals are just a fun team. Like, even if you're not a – Fan, they gotta be a fun team just to watch compete. Uh, man, when they get going down the stretch, they're just gonna be a tough team to beat. And I hope to hell for my Braves like they take care of the Dodgers somehow in that game one. But I'm on. I'm gonna kick it off to Kel to talk about what he thinks about the MLB coming here down the
2: stretch. Yeah, man, the Cardinals seventy one and sixty nine two weeks ago. Now they're eighty seven and sixty nine, just sixteen games in a row now. Wow. Uh, I think I saw the longest NL streak since like nineteen fifty one or something like that. Yeah. So longest streak in 70 years in the NL. And like he said, the Cardinals, obviously I'm biased because I am a fan, but you know, they're a fun, entertaining team. They just they find a way. Like they know they're on this winning streak. And if you've ever played baseball or been in a baseball dugout, you know you get those vibes and everyone knows they need to win and keep the streak going. And yesterday we're down one and Bader solo shot and then we score one on a pass ball in the ninth, scratch another one, end up winning by two uh just just insane how they've been able to keep this going when you think it's over it's not Wayne right through uh last week late in the week me and pace were talking about it we hit big he gave up a first inning grand slam thought it was you know didn't look good and sure enough they come storming back so that's really all i got for the nl and al kind of just that same wild card deal uh it's going to come down to it the yankees now hold the one spot Boston in the two like we wanted, but Toronto's just one game back. Seattle two games back, and uh, Seattle playing the A's tonight, so they got a chance to pick up that half game. But the AL is going to come down to it a lot more. It looks like uh, Cardinals have all but done it. Got a five and a half game lead on the Reds. And like Pat said, I hope for uh, Cardinal's sake and just other people's baseball sake, can see something crazy happen and Cardinals knock out the Dodgers in that one game series. You
0: Nobody know, wants to see the Dodgers in a series. I mean. So, yeah, the MLB is going to be fun coming here down the stretch. And uh, that's about all we got for MLB tonight.
1: All right. Next up, we got NFL week three. It was a pretty eventful week. Uh, First, we got Thursday. The Thursday game was the Panthers versus the Texans. And honestly, through the first two weeks, I was like, how are the Texans winning football games? They have Tyrod Taylor back there. And the Panthers call their bluff. Sam Darnold goes into Houston, beats them 24-9. Uh, Christian McCaffrey gets hurt, which is good for my fantasy odds because I do not have him. Yeah. So that that's really all I have for that game. Pace, Bubba, anything on that one?
0: No, I ain't really got nothing on that one, you know. Like you said, McCaffrey being hurt. Uh, Tyron Taylor didn't even play, you know, being hurt out in the game. So, I don't think the Texans are a good football team at all. And they got lucky with the first win, I feel like.
1: All right, next was a really fun one to watch. If you enjoy watching good quarterbacks play, it was the Chargers versus the Chiefs. The Chargers beat the Chiefs 30-24. to Of course, everybody's been seeing the quote from Patrick Mahomes saying, you got to show me. This year, Justin Herbert, he said he showed him, um, and I'm start. I don't think that the Chiefs are done. I think the Chiefs will still find their way either into the Super Bowl or into that AFC Championship. But ever since the Super Bowl, I've been seeing teams have been able to play better against that offense than previously, because I don't think the Chiefs have a good enough run game to establish it to where all, they can run play actions. They can do their passing. And now they're just getting after Patrick Mahomes, which he's good under pressure, but it's hard to be consistently good under pressure against those behemoths that are running at him from the NFL defensive lines. And Justin Herbert looked great. I mean, that's really all I got on that one. But yeah, just, yeah.
0: Justin Herbert's great. Chiefs got to hang on to the football. They turned it over three times their first three possessions. That'll never win a football game. And they just added Josh Gordon today. So if that guy can come back anything like he was when he left, that'll be a huge pickup for them.
2: Yeah, I saw the Chiefs. First time in last place by themselves in six years. Yeah. And 111 against the spread in the last 12 for the Gamblers. So, they're horrible against the spread. Even though they've been a dominant football team, they're terrible against the spread.
1: Next up, we had the Cardinals and the Jaguars. Uh, Any Jaguars game this year, it's probably not going to be a crazy story. They're just not really good. I think they're going to be in contention for that number one pick uh, with the Jets and maybe the Giants. Cardinals look good. Kyler Murray, I mean, he's playing his butt off already this year. The kids, I mean, I'm going to be honest, I like Kyler Murray. I loved him in college, but when he came to the NFL, I was very much so thinking, I don't know if this guy can do this. I think maybe he should have went and played for the A's after getting drafted in the first round, and then he'll be drafted the year before. But he's proved me wrong, and I think he's proved a lot of people wrong. And Cardinals are a really good football team. Yeah no doubt I mean that that we talked about that I think
0: like episode one or two maybe like that that NFC West division is absolutely unreal 37 seconds away from you know having three and O teams uh just a great division top to bottom the Rams look absolutely incredible I know I'm sure we'll get to them in a little bit but Matthew Stafford and Sean McVay like they're clicking on all cylinders a match made in heaven and That's going to be a hell of a division. So yeah, Cardinals are a great football team. Murray's electric, and in that MVP talk, super early. I know way too early.
2: Jags with a damn kick six in the NFL. Yeah, incredible. Crazy.
1: Next, we got the Bears versus the Browns. We had Odell Beckham returning from injury. Had a pretty good game. Uh, I think like five receptions for seventy yards or something like that. When I looked at it last. Let's see. Yeah, five receptions for 77 yards. I'm pissed about this game. This game (laughs) pisses me off. They set the whole coaching
0: staff of the Bears needs to be fired tomorrow morning. They set Justin Fields up. I mean, the guy didn't throw a freaking he didn't even attempt to pass until the second quarter on a third and 19. Like, I mean, what kind of game plan is that to get your rookie into the game? The guy was like six of twenty with sixty-seven yards. Just brutal, and I I just feel like they set him up. or If they didn't set him up, it's a horrible coaching staff, horrible coaching move. It's it's horrible play calling and just a horrible game plan. I I think the whole Bears staff should be fired immediately. Absolutely shitty performance.
1: And another story on uh, the other side of the ball was Miles Garrett's four-and-a-half sacks. He looks like an absolute monster going after Justin Fields. I felt bad for Justin Fields. Like you said, they didn't even mix up the plays at all. And when they did, they knew they had to pass because they were behind. So, yeah, that line needs to hold up for old Justin Fields, especially against a a guy like Miles Garrett. It was crazy how many times he got back there. Next, we got the Washington football team and the Buffalo Bills. Uh, Football team gets kind of routed 43-21, but I'm not going to say a word about it. I'm going to let our boy Austin Pace go into it.
0: I want to say I'm – I'm absolutely distraught with the damn football team. They're they're absolutely horrible. I mean, coming into the season, we're about to have this shit and that, and the great defensive line. hell we gave it up 30 points in every damn football game we've been in this year. The offense ain't worth a shit. We got a we got a. He was playing in the XFL last year, shooting beers at halftime. our starting quarterback. I mean, we just a horrible association. I mean, we, we, we don't even have a name. We're, we don't have an identity on the field. It's just absolutely miserable to watch. glad I don't put that shit on TV. I'm glad I just get to keep up with it. Uh, constant notification that the Bills scored another fucking touchdown. Uh, I felt like Josh Allen scoring every 10 seconds. It was just a miserable game. Miserable, horrible game. Chase Young says we got to pick it up. We should have picked it up three weeks ago. I mean, it's just absolutely miserable. Lucky we even got by the worst team in the NFL, the Giants. I mean, just – it ain't looking good for the football team. So, I mean, I don't know what needs to happen. Cam Newton, maybe, who I've been calling for him for two weeks. Something's got to change because it just ain't it. We ain't going to beat any good football teams with that shit we put out on the field every Sunday.
1: Next up, we got the Colts and the Titans. Titans beat them 25-16, and I don't really have nothing to say about that one, to be honest. Ryan yeah, I mean, it is. Ryan Tannehill, that was, I mean, it wasn't anything. Pretty
0: crazy. sloppy game. Yeah. Good win, Titans. They should have won it. Colts terrible.
2: The Derrick Henry's going to carry me all year. He's, He's going to carry me anywhere beast. I need to go in
1: fantasy. He's a beast. It's true.
2: He had like a nonchalant bad game somehow, and he had 115 yards. It's beautiful.
1: <laughs> Hard to stop a brick wall that runs. I don't get it. I
2: yeah, swear. it is. A six-foot-five brick wall running.
1: He's a he, bad son of a bitch. With one dread coming out. I don't get it. Anyways.
0: He killed Darius Leonard. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Next up is one that I am happy to talk about this week. Um, every week that I've gotten on the podcast, the Saints have won, so maybe I just need to try to not miss it. Uh Saints beat the Patriots 28-13. Mac Jones has three picks. Jameis has one touchdown to Marquez Callaway that he was just threw up as he was getting sacked. Thank goodness for Marquez Callaway. But the real story here is our defense is just fantastic. We're running our offense through Alvin Kamara, but our defense is looking great. Um Mac Jones' first game that he didn't really look fantastic in, but a lot two of the picks weren't really on him. And yeah, he didn't football. really get any help on, on the offense, offensive side. Yeah, that's, so.
0: that's what I want to say, really. I feel like this Saints football teams ran through the defense. The defense is going to carry them where they're going to go. Uh, Jameis just has to be efficient and not turn the ball over and do enough, flip field position, and do enough to score the football, like you said, running the offense through Kamara. And um, I think if the defense stays healthy, it could be a good football team this year.
2: How are they? I don't get how they're two and one. Jameis ain't broke 150 passing yards yet.
1: I don't get it either, but it's happening. Wow. It is crazy. That's a crazy stat. I'm sorry, Austin Zeitler. I don't mean to be like this, but the Falcons and the Giants, Falcons, Dirty Birds you get the dub 17 14. Young Hoku on my fantasy team, fourth round pick. Yeah. You got to love that fourth round pick from Young Hoku, kicker. Three and O in fantasy, by the way. So don't call me an idiot. Yeah, but any, anyways.
2: Well, flex.
1: I, I don't have anything. Super I ain't fix. got shit. They yeah. Got I, up. <laughs> nothing, nothing eventful. Daniel Jones air up in uh, the Empire State. I don't know if anybody I mean, really – You knows of,
0: of NFL this past week.
1: <laughs> Next up, the Bengals and the Steelers. And, man, I know a lot of Steelers fans. I know I've said this before. They're <laughs> – I don't get it. They're just their defense was so good. Like Ben, Big Ben. I mean, he. I don't mean to be like this. He's done. Big Ben's done.
2: I told
0: you. I mean, I seen some videos, man. The guy. Holy shit. Man. I told
2: you when it was just you, E.
0: Like, G. This guy. This guy was trying to move out of the pocket and damn near fell on his own shit. Didn't even brace his fall. Face mask hit ground. Pick six. I mean, I've he's heard of. Shitty.
1: I mean, I've heard of a washed <laughs> king, but Ben Roethlisberger is washing. I don't get it. He's, he's done. about
0: like a he's about like a cherry, not as mobile as a tree. I mean, hell, I mean that that they're mad, they're screwed bad, Pittsburgh. I mean, hell, Bengals two and one.
1: Yeah, hey, I was gonna say three touchdowns in a row for the Burrow Chase connection. I mean, it's looking like he's seeing the ball pretty well.
0: Um, yeah, NFL ball ain't too bad,
1: huh? <laughs> ain't too much difference, I guess.
2: Yeah, uh, I was the done.
1: And the defense, I mean, I thought the defense was just supposed to be crazy. Give up twenty four to a Bengals offense who is young and I mean up and coming, but nothing.
0: I mean, crazy. Hell, if you can't score more
1: than ten, you, ain't, you know Oh yeah, you ain't gonna win a game. Shit, huh? it don't
2: matter really what the defense does. I mean you know, hell, you give it about eight months, it's gonna be June. It's gonna be Roethlisberger long care. And he's gonna be out there with a forty in a trash bag picking up leaves and grass, cutting grass. He's done.
1: Hey, done. Let's move on out of the pocket to the Rod and John Deere mower. Wow. Oh I'll God. save that. I'll save the next one for last. So next up is one that I'm just gonna say the score of because I feel like nobody has any comments. Oh, y'all okay. can y'all yeah. can jump in if you want, but it's Broncos Jets, 26-0. I don't think there's really anything. Good to talk about Broncos
0: still haven't had their test yet. Yeah. Three AFC West teams. I mean two AFC West teams, three 0 We'll see. Jets yeah. shitty.
1: Dolphins, Raiders, I don't get it. Derek Carkey's winning in overtime. I really don't get it.
0: They're gonna be good. They're good. They're a good football team though. Uh, that was just, you know, that's just one of those one of those games they cover kind of late on a pick. That shouldn't even have been really a passing play, in my opinion. But a big play yeah. got a pass four position and actually score and converted two point to even go to overtime. So I mean Raiders, damn good football team. They're gonna be tough to beat. The offense clicking on all cylinders with John, and they got a good defense this year.
2: Either of y'all just say Derek Carr and get pissed. Yes, I, like I don't. No,
1: I don't. I, I don't like know him. why. I think he looks like Sid from Toy Story. He does. Like he's gonna <laughs> break my toys or something. Um, no, he's bad at. Yeah, he's good somehow. Went to Sanford, I think. Don't get it. Next up, Bucks and Rams. Really fun one to watch. Loved watching. Yeah, so up. Get me some more. Uh, give me some more points.
0: Yeah, he's stupid.
1: Yeah, I don't get it. He's he's got some crazy stat, like the first guy to have five touchdowns in the first three. Games yeah, he, like that. he's
2: stupid.
1: Um, man, the Stafford Air is looking really nice in L. A. Uh, yeah, that's real, dude. For real. Yeah, I'm, I'm a gr- I'm a good believer in the Rams, even though I hate them for that PI call. I'll never be cool with them. Bucks. Hey, they're good. they
0: got a good they It's
1: a uh, Super Bowl. Or, it's Super Bowl ceiling for them this year, no doubt. I like,
0: think they, they got to get that Super Bowl. That's what oh they yeah. Gotta shoot. It's just that team. Great
1: 100%. D. Bucks, I wouldn't be too worried. You got Tom Brady on your team. You lose yeah, one yeah, game. to yeah. so a really I good Rams team, 10 points.
0: Yeah. Just get in the playoffs.
1: Yeah, you're good. Seahawks and Vikings. Russ got held a little bit this game, 37. got nothing for that.
0: Nothing. Seahawks are horrible. Horrible defense. Vikings, uh, Kirk Cousins been playing his ass off. That's all I got.
1: And then we'll hit these last two i'll mention also the cowboys and eagles are playing right now it looks like the cowboys are going to get the win they're up 27-7 right now but we could see a
0: sure
1: we could see and a,
2: half. A, a lot. a lot looks like so far no, I'll could say see it, a, a lot. 27-7 right now it's a lot they ain't losing for shit i love it
1: could see a 20 point comeback from the old eagles shout out to yeah, chill out. even though dude. bubba's rooting against his acclaimed team right now. It's kind of weird. Yeah.
2: yeah. Hey, money, money over fandom. Money over nah. fandom.
1: You, you wouldn't take money over state. don't lie.
2: That's uh, that's. – would never been against state. No, that's a Exactly. That's a, that's, a that's a religion. This is a fandom.
1: I don't get that.
2: I'm a fan of the Eagles, but I believe in Mississippi State.
1: <laughs> I don't still get it. Next up, Packers 49ers. Man, Hey, just like that Tom Brady drive in week one, after they scored 37 seconds left, I looked up, I said, too much time. Aaron Rodgers goes down using my boy Devontae Adams, fantasy genius over here, using him to get to, what, a 51-yard field goal, drills it, dub for the Packers. Aaron Rodgers goes ballistic on the sideline and a lot of Twitter fingers saying, y'all thought he didn't care. Obviously, he cares. He's hooping and hollering. Also, I thought Devontae Adams was dead there for a second. He got absolutely obliterated. Yeah. Uh, no
2: way he went concussion protocol, by the way. I mean, no. who needs preseason? We're good.
0: Nobody. I just don't need that shit.
2: I think this was a when they, the time they had, he just started shaking head that son of a bitch. Yeah. And you knew it. I'm surprised it was a 51-yard. I was expecting him somehow set up a 26-yard chip shot just because Aaron Rodgers is really like that.
1: Last game we're going to hit for NFL is one that I wanted to say for last because I am a kicker. I will let Pace and Bubba hit it first but it is the Ravens Lions Ravens end up beating them in Detroit 19 to 17.
2: This was Bubba's favorite hit the damn fucking doink 250 cash money right there from a 66 yard just a oak tree attached to this guy's hip can Go. kick it. Was good from ninety. That's all I got. Is the good. no? It was actually it was good was from sixty six it. was good from sixty six. But uh, dude, unreal. Like I said, this was the last leg. To go, I had a fourteen teaser, Ravens by one and a half. Was it? And it was kind of like almost too much time. I, I figured it would get a little closer. I was hoping it would, obviously. But Lamar put him in a spot. I saw where the ball was. Uh. Man, I was just like, surely they they got to give this guy a chance. Like, Hail is way out of the question. Like, it's probably not gonna happen. But you know, this guy's got a boot on him. Give him a chance to win the game, and they do. And luckily, we were only down one. Or we the Ravens were only down one, and that shit is we. Yeah, yeah, it was we. It was we that day. <laughs> and Tucker cashed me two hundred fifty dollars, and I needed it bad as fuck. After college football week, I can't, I can't do college football. I can't do another week of it.
1: Yeah, I mean, like Pay said, Justin Tucker is the goat of kicking footballs. Uh, not to toot my own horn, but a couple weeks ago, I went out just to see how I was feeling. Hit a hit a forty yarder easy. Said, "Let's pack up and go home." Um, so I'm back on my road to to the boot. But besides that, Justin Tucker hitting from sixty six yards is absolutely absurd. From a three-step drop, it's absurd. He doinked it. It doesn't matter. 66 yards, NFL record. Goat, first ballot Hall of Famer, probably first kicker to be a first ballot, but he's freaking in there. 66 yards is just insane. All right, next up, we got some college foosball, and I'm going to throw it to Dalton Cohey.
2: No hesitation, man. I wish Mississippi State would learn how to score the fucking football. <laughs>
0: <laughs> man, yeah, I want to expect that yeah. shit. Hey, come on, get my <laughs> – Come back. No, I want no. that cut. I need this no,
1: well, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're keeping it. We're keeping it. I can't it. redo it. It's yeah,
2: leave it. It. leave it. Leave it. Leave it. Man, I can handle getting my ass kicked. I can obviously handle Mississippi State whooping somebody's ass. But for the past two weeks to be two L's, uh, 150 more yards this week, like 200 more yards in Memphis. Not going to get back on that one. But ten more first downs this week than LSU. Uh, Missed a field goal earlier in the game. Ended up losing by three. Just no sense of urgency in the fourth quarter. Probably my first coach complaint. Uh, just the fact I was at the game and seeing how slow we were going and, you know, people not acting like it's the last, like you knew we had to score twice and the fact that we were moving as slow as we were, the sense of urgency in the fourth quarter was horrible. Uh, LSU's a horrible football team. State really needed that win. Didn't get it. The rest of the season looks horrible. Honestly, I'm I'm going to watch every snap still, but just just very tough. I do want to point out, the rest of the takes I have or whatever opinion I have on other teams, has nothing to do with Mississippi State. I'm going to give my opinion on them, and that's the end of it. Uh, today, if you follow me on Twitter, there's no way you didn't see the absolute war that I'm having with Hog fans, and I'll just take that into that game right away. Arkansas defeats them 20-10. to 10. Arkansas only scores three points in the second half. Uh, I said today that I don't think K.J. Jefferson's a good quarterback. And I'll die on that hill as obviously I'm getting attacked by Hawk fans. But I just I don't know, man. I think they I think they beat a Texas team that is not great in my opinion. And now they beat the an A and M King with a backup quarterback who isn't worth anything. He's he was horrible. And I don't know, I guess I'm just gonna, you know, be against Arkansas for obviously this is my last week to ride it, and if they prove something against Georgia you know, there's no way, there's no way I keep fighting them off. I'll have to swallow my pride and accept it. But for certain Arkansas fans to think that KJ, some God is just, it blows my mind just because he's, he's great for Arkansas. He's doing what they need to do. They have an elite, elite rushing attack. And they obviously have a defense that held up against a playing the backup quarterback. But I just think it's going to be a different monster against Georgia and spread coming out of 18 and a half. Uh, that's insane to be number eight versus number two. And I don't know. I just think I think they rely more on the run. And if their running game wasn't as good, I think they wouldn't be near the football team they are compared to people thinking K.J. Jefferson's on this pedestal. You know, I think it's more the rushing game as a whole. And I be the one y'all touched base on that Arkansas team.
0: Yeah, I mean, they're, they're, they're built on their, their – they're, run, they're running the football, you know. They got a great offensive line, great running game. K.J. Jefferson does what he needs to do to win. It's almost like the old Bama QBs, you know. He's he's just doing enough, 15 passes a game, 20 passes a game at most. That's not doing much with the football, 150 yards. That's just being the manager of the football, which, like you said, he's doing what he needs to do for Arkansas. And they have that was a good win, you know. It, it was a backup QB, I understand. Uh, but it was a good win, I would say, at Jerry's World against Texas and m But they got to prove it this weekend, so – Uh, I think even regardless if they get a win, if they go to Georgia and put up an absolute dogfight and have a chance to win, I think they earn a little more respect than they get right now for sure, though.
1: I think Arkansas is kind of what everyone was expecting this Texas A&M team to be as far as, like, having a strong defense and having the offense be able to put up just enough to win while holding the other team's offense. Um, I think they proved that against Texas A&M, obviously Texas A&M not a fast-paced offense by any means. Um, like both of these guys said, K.J. Jefferson doing just enough to to win. Uh, got to give him his props just because he's a Mississippi guy. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't mm, – yeah, that, that's really all I got on Arkansas. I think they're a decent football team. I didn't expect them to be good this year, but I think they're a lot better than everybody thinks they are. But I still don't yeah. – I still don't think that they're – Their top five caliber, maybe not even top 10 caliber, but we'll see a lot this weekend. I could be wrong. If they go in like Pace said and put up an absolute dogfight against Georgia, it's going to be a completely different story next week on this show.
2: Yeah, 100%. And I will own up to that, but fair warning, Georgia steamrolls them. I'm coming. I'm coming back hard, hard as hell on Twitter. I already know what I'm coming with. I'm not going to spoil it, but I just know I'm coming. Also, I hate that I'm in this war because – I really like Sam Pittman and like some of the stuff they did over at Arkansas, and I absolutely hate that I have to pull for the choke artist, Kirby Smart, and Georgia Bulldogs this weekend, but I am.
1: Fan base me- will do that to you.
2: Yeah, they gave, they gave me no choice. Arkansas is creeping on Joe Burrow status, and they gave me no choice. So, <gasps> on to the next one. Uh, I'm going to hit a couple just win bets that we have for you guys Texas Texas Tech over 61 and a half. Texas wins 70 to 35. Uh, I think a game, that was a game that really flew under the radar this week. Don't have to really talk about it too much, but Texas just showing the dominance right there over Texas Tech. Another one we had that no need to say anything about the over of 51 and a half Georgia and Dandy. And I'm in Davis Wade and get an update on my phone Georgia 35 nothing first quarter. And ended up only scoring three in the second, but they did go on to win sixty-two nothing and hammer that over. And I think we mentioned, you know, if Vandy scores three or seven, we'll hit it. And obviously, they didn't have to score anything.
0: Yeah, Georgia is absolutely steamrolled them. Vandy's horrible. Yeah,
1: not am about that one?
2: Yeah, nothing not much there. One I am disappointed in is Missouri falls forty-one thirty-four to Boston College in mm-hmm. overtime. Hurt me. I just – I mean, that was one I – I don't know. I was really confident in Missouri. Uh, The football math this year is the most throw-it-out-the-window year it's ever been. You do not need to try to fucking add last week's game to this week as it's proved. Uh, I was about to say Missouri. That game makes me question Kentucky. But I'll go ahead and say it now. I think this year in college football it is strictly about – advance and survive a week and get a W by your name, no matter how it has to come. Yeah. And I think that's just from the upsets it's been, you know, crazy upsets are happening. And it just, it shows that if you can, if you can get a win, you know, tip your hat to the opponent, they put up a fight, go to next week's practice, next week's assignment, next week's opponent and get after it. Uh, Another one that shocked the nation, Notre Dame, 41-13 over Wisconsin. Uh, I'll let Pace touch base on them frauds just because they did come out and win by twenty-eight.
0: I mean, I mean, so far they proved me wrong. They lose this weekend though, no doubt. Book me on that shit. Minus two and a half Cincinnati rocket, take it home right now. Cincinnati's winning that football game. Uh damn, I hope. I, I can't I can't <laughs> stand Notre Dame. They keep proving me wrong though, so hell, we'll see. They're back up to number nine, so they got a chance to prove me wrong once again, but I think
2: Cincinnati get taken care of this weekend you want
1: anything on every day, G? No, they suck. I don't have anything on them.
2: Next one I got to touch that I thought was a lock. Uh, didn't cover as far as, like, as by much as I thought. But Louisville defeating Florida State 31-23. Florida State 0-4. Uh, I feel like that's insane just because their name is Florida State. Uh, G, this is not a stab at you, but I've seen a couple old Miss trollers on Twitter uh, talking about Louisville question mark, look, this past week, this is more about how horrible Florida State is. Florida State is, I mean, this has to be their worst football team in 20, 30 years. I don't know the history of Florida State that well, but they're, I mean, they're bad. They're horrendous. Yeah. And I feel bad just because of oh. what a name they are and the football tradition they hold. But
1: honestly I mean, I don't just- think they've really been good since Jameis left. Like Since they won that national championship, I don't think they've had like a, more than like a eight, seven, eight-win season.
2: Yeah, they're horrible. Yeah, but this year being 0-4 just – it blows my mind to see Florida State and then look out to the right and see 0-4. Now we got a couple we were wrong about. Uh, I feel bad for this one just because of our connection to Georgia State, but Georgia State loses that damn heartbreaker. We're beating Auburn back and forth all game, competitive as hell. Auburn just I – don't, I don't understand how they did it so quick. Got a late pick six as well. And Auburn sneaks sneaks out of there and beats Georgia State 34-24. Uh, Baylor defeats Iowa State 31-29. I honestly hated that bet from the get-go and kind of glad Baylor showed me what, what was really going on. Uh, one that almost drilled the uh, drilled the spread, Florida winning 38-14 over Tennessee. Uh, Tennessee, just no no threat, you know, no threat at all. They don't show very many signs of life. Uh, I think they're pretty bad, and I think, you know, I think Florida did what they needed to do. I did expect Florida to win by a little bit. I kind of expected like a 49-plus, uh, seven touchdowns or more from them after the uh, heartbreaker against Bama the week before. Michigan State has to sneak out of overtime against Nebraska. They don't cover. Spread was five. They win 23-20. A uh, big one as far as some juice we had on a little more units than just a one-unit play, Kentucky 16, South Carolina 10. Uh, Five-and-a-half, that's a little too close for comfort, obviously. But like I said earlier, it's it's pure surviving advance, in my opinion, college football this year, and Kentucky ju- does just that. Uh, La Tech defeating North Texas, not really a big one for us, just didn't cover straight up. I uh, thought LaTeX was a little better than what they've shown. But now to get into some of these big, 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 big upsets, Georgia Tech just steamrolls North Carolina uh, 45-22. I feel like this one went unnoticed almost in the country. Obviously, it got talked about later, but when it was going on, tough to get noticed when you have all these other upsets going on. So I don't know if y'all got if you guys caught the – North Carolina get beat by 23 or, or, yeah, 23 points or not. But I just feel like it's, you know, it's ruined. The the is done. The yeah. ACC is shot.
0: Yeah, the ACC is horrible. And this team right here in North Carolina, just a big failure this year. Um, they're supposed to be way better than they are, and they just, they just laid an egg so far.
2: And now for the biggest upset of college football, uh, I'm not going to say of the year, but by far this week, NC State, who I hate to say didn't deserve it because they competed the whole game, but Lord have mercy, missing the kick as time expired in the fourth was horrendous. Yeah I, it was over. yeah, I think everybody thought that Clemson was going to sneak out of it. And then for Clemson to even get that second chance and to still lose in double overtime, 27-21 to NC State, just insane. And me and Pace last week were the only two in the booth. And at the end of the episode, if you made it to it, We told you, a money line to play with a little bit late in the day, NC State plus 300, and guess what, cash. So, what do you guys got on Clemson, and how much of a fraud really are these guys? Fraud,
0: their offense is absolutely horrible. The defense hangs around a little bit, but DJ's been absolutely horrendous. Um, don't even know if he keeps the job to the rest of the year. I mean, at some point they might have to make a switch. I mean, they haven't scored. I mean, they've just been horrible on offense. He's missing throws all over the field. It's just a bad football team to watch right now. I don't even think they deserve to be in the top 25 still.
1: Yeah, they're – I've never seen, I don't think, a team go from the top of not only their conference but the nation to the bottom so quickly. And, I re- like, I mean – the ACC is bad, but they're bad even compared to those teams. So it just shows, like, yeah. I think Dabo Sweeney is a good coach. Like, I, I truly think that. But it just shows you how limited a team is whenever you don't have a quarterback or, a, like, strong weapons around them. It's just – it's not the same yes, game the, when you don't have the guys. And a, a coach can be a great coach. It doesn't really matter if you don't have the recruits or you don't have the guys who can, who can play – it it doesn't really matter how good the coach is unless you're running the triple option.
2: Yeah, and the the team I want to touch base on about uh surviving advancing and, and people are gonna hate this as long as well with the uh KJ Jefferson take is Oklahoma. You know, do they look like what they've looked like in the past? Absolutely not. But if they survive and advance like they're doing and they squeak by West Virginia by three, if they end up twelve and zero. They're going to be one of the last ones hanging. It's obvious the way this year is going, and if they somehow do it, do I think they're going to do it? Absolutely not. But for them to be 4-0 and is a big deal just for the way this college football season is panning out. And I want to re reiterate that. I'm not I'm not on on board thinking they're going to be 12-0. I do not think Oklahoma is going to be 12-0, and but I think it is a big factor for them to keep finding ways to win these football games and give themselves a shot to be 12-0. Yeah,
0: the fans were asking for the backup QB this week.
1: Yeah, they're they're terrible. Bubba said that he doesn't think. I'll tell you right now, they're not going to go twelve and zero. They're they are that bad. And I don't think I've ever seen. It's different when Oklahoma doesn't have a defense and can put up fifty a game. This Oklahoma team can't barely put up twenty a game, and this guy's been in the Heisman running since the day he stepped on campus. So they got to figure something out, and uh, luckily for them, they have the coach to figure something out, but I just don't see it happening. I think they're not a very good football team.
2: Yeah, and I do want to say it one more time because I know how fans are and how social media is. I do not think they're going 12-0, and but guess who has a chance to go 12-0 and still? Oklahoma. Guess who doesn't? Ohio State, Clemson, Florida. So I'm just saying it being this early, you know, it's hard to say when the last time we saw – week four and Clemson having a loss, Ohio State having a loss, Florida having a loss. You know, I just think it plays a big factor, and that's all I want to say, uh, North Carolina being another one outside, a and being another one. So that's all I wanted to say on that. I wanted to make sure it was understood that I'm not on train thinking they're going 12-0, but I'm just saying the way this year is panning out, it's obviously a really, really big key to not slip up and lose a game, whether it's whether you squeak out by three or you squeak out by 45. Uh, The last two I want to talk about from week four, and I'm on their their, uh, hype train, is both Oregon and Penn State. Uh, Oregon wins 41-19 over a bad Arizona team. Uh, they moved to 0-4, Arizona does. And Penn State at home wins 38-17 over a 3-0 Villanova team. Still no big threat. But, like I said, them two teams taking care of business, uh, very controlling. They, uh, I, th- I think I, I agree with their rankings. Uh, I like seeing Florida in that number three spot. It's uh, it's really it's really nice for college football and just for sports in general to see a little bit of a change. All right, now to move to week five, college football Thursday night we do got a little action as we always like to talk about. We got Virginia at Miami. Miami a four point favorite. Uh, not really too much to talk about on this. Not yet at least. Miami seems like. You know, they're not they're not the real deal, not even close to what they expected at the beginning of the season. But not a whole lot to talk about on that. Uh, I do want to go ahead and say we will have our card out by Thursday again. Uh, me and Pace look to do that every week. Moving on to the top 25 for the week, and then we'll hit some SEC as well. Friday we got Iowa uh, going to Maryland. Iowa being the number five team and only a four-point spread, I think this is a little taste of just, the NCA or not the NCAA, uh, Vegas and the odd makers to realize, you know, how screwed up this year is. There's no way number five should be a four-point favorite on the road to an unranked Maryland, in my opinion. Uh, I think I think we're going to talk more about Iowa. I'm not going to say me and Pace are adding Iowa to the car just yet. But that uh that same, that line seems a little fishy.
0: Yeah, it's a little fishy. But Maryland's got a good football team with Loxley down there. They've been sh- turning some heads this year too. His little brothers down there after, like three hundred yards a game. I think. Um, they they got a good football team. Uh, but this is a, one of those you know lock me games. I I think you take Iowa here. Iowa's been a pretty good cover all year. They got a really good defense, so
2: I like Iowa. Let's jump right to Saturday. Uh, the world's pissed about this. 11 a.m. number eight Arkansas going to number two Georgia let's get right into it uh I can't believe I wish I had the resources I mean I'm sure it's a shitty excuse but if I put in hours and hours to find out the stat a top eight matchup there's there's no way there's been many more spreads over 18 and a half and that's what Georgia's favored by to open up and I just want you to to give me a little uh, – give me a little insight on that, and what y'all think about that spread.
0: The spread's unreal. I don't think it's ever been done before, a top eight matchup like that with 18-and-a-half point spread. Uh, like me and Kelly were talking about earlier, I think that our public's going to be super heavy on Arkansas plus 18-and-a-half early. 85%. Yeah, 85% Arkansas already. Now. That's crazy. So, yeah, it's only going to go – it's only going to go down, I mean. No way it goes up any higher than 18-and-a-half, and I think it only goes down, and I think it – Ends up finishing in the 13 range. Uh, That's a good range. I think that's what it ends up around. Uh, Still tough to hammer, but I think with Georgia at home, I would wait. If you're going to bet that game, I would definitely wait it out because it's going to go
2: down way lower than 18 and a half. G, you want to talk about that game at
1: all? Oh, I mean, I think Georgia's going to win. I think that the spread is so weird just because I don't know if Vegas is sold on Arkansas just like everybody else. Like, they have some good wins on paper, but nobody knows if AM or Texas really deserve the spots that they were in to begin. So, it's just kind of a, I don't know, matchup. Um, but I think Georgia, at least from what I've seen, I think they're going to come out with the win. Their defense is so strong, and I think J- JT Daniels will find a way to put the ball in the end zone at some point.
2: Uh, another 11 a.m. big game we got is Michigan visiting Wisconsin. And this is one I'm leaning towards the, uh, you know, what's kind of been hidden in the money-wise, and that's home teams that are underdogs. And Wisconsin getting plus one point, I just don't know if it's enough. I'm not really sold on the Michigan train, but at the same time, I look in the mirror and I'm like, you you know, why why not believe in them? But – I don't know. That's a, that's a really, really, really tough one to me. It'll probably be close to a pick You know, at one point, it's basically a pick in my opinion. Uh, I'll, I'll – I i would say it. Him. I'll, yeah, I'm I'll, him.
0: yeah. I'm taking them. I'm taking them. I'm taking Michigan minus one. I'm probably. he got to do it. It's going to be a pick probably, like you said, when it's time to knock down – when it's time to get going. But I think I'm taking Michigan here. Next up
2: at 1130, we got Louisville visiting Wake. Uh, Wake Forest making a little noise, sneaking in top twenty-five. They're at twenty-four this week. Wake Forest a six and a half point favorite. Uh, I'm still I'm still convinced Louisville is not a very good football team, have a very athletic quarterback as we've seen. And I think Wake Forest is making a little noise. I think they, you know, I think they can handle them. I hate that I'm still on the favorites after they've bit my ass the past four weeks in college football, but this is another one that I think Wake Forest is okay at home winning by a touchdown. I like Louisville plus six-and-a-half
0: to points here. and But I'm not sure if I even bet on that right now. The one thing I see out of this game that I want to lock is the over. I like 61-and-a-half. I think they're going to score a lot of points. I see it's going to be raining a little bit, but hopefully it stays out of the forecast. But I like the over here. Louisville, um, the thing about Louisville that I think is if they do get going, they can score in bunches. Uh, but I think if they get behind, they're in trouble wake can't get ahead but i don't know what i'm betting as far as minus six and a half plus six and a half right now don't quote me on that but i am gonna go ahead and say i'm taking the over over 61 and a half when the car comes out though you know that's what we rock with you know like we said earlier we'll always usually come to come to an agreement on something or just stay away and maybe hit the over
1: yeah i don't have much on that one i think it's a toss-up i know wake has a little noise coming behind him but noise doesn't always mean anything and louisville's shown some some bad plays, but they've also played some decent teams. At least the first week they did. Wink, wink. But uh, I think it'll be a good game. I think it'll be a fun one to watch, whether it's a, a stalemate or it's a or it's a scoring show. So,
2: one thirty. Uh, Austin Pace's favorite game: Cincinnati at Notre Dame. Cincy, a two and a half point favorite Hammer on the road. It. On the road, Pace is convinced to hammer it. Uh, I mean, everyone knows I've always been a little Cincy fan for whatever reason. I love I, my, I myself don't even really know why I am. Kind of just always fucked with them. But I don't know. I mean, I, I guess I have to stay true to them just because I have always, you know, kind of pulled for them. Uh, over under at fifty and a half. and a half. I think we know that since his defense is lights out. Uh, look for it on the card. I don't think there's going to be much discussing it because I know I can't go against Cincy because – one, I can't bet on Notre Dame, and two, if I bet against Cincy, I'd feel bad just because I've always kind of liked them.
0: See, that's my thing. I think I'm just going towards Cincy because I don't like Notre Dame. And I like Cincy's QB in their offense, so I'm rolling with Cincinnati.
2: Yeah, that's horrible that we do that, but yes, we do
0: it.
1: it. I hate yeah, that with Notre Dame.
2: If we hate think. a team, we're not going to bet for them. You know, we're going to bet against them more than likely.
1: Yeah, honestly, I I just I don't I don't think Notre Dame – like anytime Notre Dame is playing against someone, I just –
2: don't think they're going to win. Yeah, I just don't feel confident. I can't feel confident Notre Dame to win. Yeah, Arkansas is definitely my you guys Notre Dame. Yeah, no doubt. y'all just don't – y'all just aren't going to be confident. I'm going to be the same way. I still don't think they're – kind of have that old image in my head, kind of like how y'all and Notre Dame being the choke they are and the fraud they've been. Uh, Ohio State a 15-point favorite on the road against Rutgers. We don't even have to really talk about that one yet yeah. I don't think I don't think there's Stay any play we ain't playing on that, maybe an over fifty six and a half, but I, do take, I don't know I do that' take on. something take something wild I like Oklahoma ten and a half point favorite at Kansas state, man, I feel like every, I like the over too, yeah, I feel like over at fifty two and a half i I think I like that more. could be an yeah. over under week just because how screwed we've gotten on spreads and yeah. I don't care what anyone says, bad, bad gamblers are winning this year. Uh, that sounds really stupid to say just because they're winning bets, but the college football world has been flipped on its head this year. And, you know, you're bullshitting yourself. If you say it hasn't. It's been a while, four weeks. Uh, I keep thinking every week that Oklahoma is going to bust through and something's going to happen. And I kind of feel even more confident in that now after Rattler, you know, he got drilled with the backup cue chance and – you know, he handled it really well. He had a good answer in the press, and he did everything right, especially being a young kid. So, I don't know. I think I think Oklahoma – I want to say they break through and they blow somebody out, but I've been saying that, mm-hmm. and it hasn't – you know, it's just not happening. So, next up, my boys, I'm hammering them. Oregon, eight-point favorite against Stanford on the road. This is a trap bullshit game because that Oregon-Stanford game, you know, Stanford had their little run at – good football years ago, and I don't know. I just don't think – I don't think it's going to be the trap people are thinking. I think Oregon's going to do what they need to do and keep holding down that three spot. They know they're in a really good spot with the AAC being as shitty as it was. You know, that kind of gives them that cleansing spot, even though Ohio State spots out. You know, Oregon controls their own destiny. And if you think players don't think about that and people try to give that answer, you're – you know, you're bullshitting yourself again because – These players on social media. These players see their number three. They know what number three means. It means you're in the playoffs, and I think they take care of business.
0: Yeah, I think they keep
2: surviving and taking care of business. Um, They take care of Stanford this week, though. Little SEC five o'clock matchup. We got Florida at Kentucky. Kentucky getting eight and a half at home. Mm -hmm. Uh, Man, I'm, I'm. I know, I know I don't need to bet this spread just because I think Levis hasn't done much for Kentucky and the Wildcats, but just being at home getting eight and a half in the SEC East game, I don't know, that kind of that kind of throws a red flag at me and into taking Florida. And I've been on the Florida train and kind of think they've showed signs of being really good. But I don't know, that's another one I might go over, 55. Yeah, I, I like over it. I thought you were about to swing Kentucky's way, but I like Florida.
0: I, I'm a believer in Florida. And really not just because what they did against Alabama. I mean, that had a lot to do with it. But this Florida team is a lot of different things. If Emory Jones can keep throwing the ball like he did against Alabama and this past week, that's the only way they can be effective and win these big tough games. But Will Levis hasn't shown me enough. I think he had like 115 yards last week with a pick. I mean, they they survived like he's talked about, but they haven't they, they but they haven't played anybody. They should have been blowing these teams out if they're what they think they are, what they think they are. So we'll see. But I like Florida at minus eight and a half. Yeah, I mean, and Kentucky- over.
1: Yeah, Kentucky almost lost this weekend to South Carolina in and in a grad assistant. So, I just – I don't – I mean, I think Florida's going to gonna handle them easily, to be honest. I don't think it's going to be as close as a lot of people think. Um, as long – I mean, even if Emory Jones can't get the pass going, I think they'll have – they'll have success running the ball and running options, so.
2: It does say it could be a little rainy there. So, the over may be uh, – that's always scary when it's bad weather. It's either slippery and – defenses get fucked or it's slippery and nobody can move the ball offensively. So yeah. Pretty, pretty nerve-wracking there. Next one, uh, top 25-wise, we got LaTeX visiting NC State. NC State being a 19-and-a-half-point favorite. I do want to point out both these teams got an got a L in the column to the Mississippi State Bulldogs. Uh, there are some people that listen to this podcast that are fans of Mississippi State. Uh, not sure who all those people are, but Mississippi State did beat both of these teams. Yeah, I ain't got much on either one of
1: those games. It, it uh, I, That's all I got. I ain't yeah, I don't have
2: anything on them. Yeah, I mean, those losses mean nothing because Mississippi State is probably the most inconsistent ball team in the country. So, Next up, we got Baylor visiting Oklahoma State. Uh, Oklahoma State, another new – actually, I think both of these teams are newbies to the uh, top 25. Baylor at 21, Oklahoma State 19. Uh, Oklahoma State a three-and-a-half-point favorite. I honestly like Baylor as money line. Baylor money Yeah, dogs yeah. on the road. Uh, I just think Baylor's. I think they're better. I think I think they've kind of snuck under the radar, and they came in the top twenty-five fast, and they came in the top twenty-five hard. So I like I like Baylor money line. Uh, keep an eye on that card on Twitter. Never know it could switch or something could change. Next up, this one, the spread blows my mind, and it could be another one. I'd hate to do it two weeks in a row to them on the podcast. Boston College visiting Clemson uh Clemson a sixteen point favorite. And I don't know, And I, I I'm going I, I'm going Boston College plus sixteen. Yeah, sure. I mean I'm either doing that or I'm going either, Yeah, I'm going money line, but it's another one of those that honest to God, I'm still stuck in the trap that I am kind of scared to bet against that word yeah, that yeah, says Clemson yeah, down there. Yeah, it's tough. Just because I mean we know DJ's talented. He can't figure it out right now, but when is when does he come alive? Yeah, it's almost like a Oklahoma deal, like all of a sudden I feel like a click a flip of the switch is going to happen and all of a sudden they're going to pop the fuck off. And I don't know. Since it, I mean, since we hammered the NC state money line, I guess we could just use that to cancel out this one if we're wrong, but I may just say, screw it. Say Clemson's that horrible and throw a little bitty piece on Boston college money line. Nothing, nothing crazy, crazy. Cause I'm sure the money line's in the plus 300 plus 400 range somewhere around there. But I don't know. I think Clemson's really bad. There's there's definitely no coming back for Clemson.
1: I don't have anything. I don't think Clemson's good.
2: Uh, One, I'm not going to really touch too much. Probably going to hammer them just because I don't know why it's this low, I guess because of a little inconsistency. Western Kentucky at Michigan State. Michigan State a ten-and-a-half point favorite. Uh, I like that play a lot. And another one I like at the same spread, Indiana at Penn State. Penn State ten-and-a-half. I said it before. I'm on the Penn State train. Uh, I like Penn State. And Oregon, those are my two that I uh, just kind of non-SEC or kind of new teams in the top ten that I like. I think I'm going both of these, minus ten and a half, Michigan State and Penn State,
0: and uh, Penn State and Indiana over, probably. Yeah,
2: 52 and a half.
0: Uh, and Penn State, I like it.
2: Uh, a little SEC eight o'clock matchup, as they like to do down there in Baton Rouge. Auburn at LSU. And guys, you're gonna hear me correctly. LSU, three and a half point favorite at home. Uh, I get I get how Auburn and Bo Nix kinda of are, and you know, they really shouldn't even won that Georgia State game, much less won it by 10 with a late pick six with like 30 seconds left. But it I mean, it blows my mind that LSU is a three and a half point favorite after they beat State by three in a game where they you know, they got outperformed and State had more rushing yards, more passing yards, more total yards, obviously. Ten more first downs. State had a missed field goal. Uh, just a lot State did wrong and not executing, scoring the ball to allow LSU to win by three. I don't I don't see why an Auburn team that, you know, had that dogfight with Penn State in a, in my opinion, the whiteout game is probably going to be a little bit more hostile than this LSU ball team's home field. It's still going to be – loud and crazy for an SEC matchup, but I don't know. I think I – I feel like this is blindly obvious that Auburn can get this done pretty, you know, pretty convincing.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I I, I think I'm taking Auburn plus three and a half. I kind of like that. I do like that. I mean, but I don't know. I think LSU might we got the win at yeah. home. Under that environment i don't think auburn is that good of a football team i don't believe in bo Nix. i don't know why i think if they start finley it might be a different story but i, I think bo Nix is horrible to be honest and he, he really hasn't shown much he makes boneheaded calls at the line um i don't know auburn plus three and a half might be a good take but i don't know if i'll be able to take the money line i just think
2: is horrible
0: i don't know i think they are too i think they got a lot of athletes they definitely got a lot of athletes but they, they they haven't looked great yet, but I don't know. I just think eight o'clock uh, at home LSU screams a dub for me for some reason.
1: Yeah, I think uh, I. Don't I don't think that LSU is so much below Auburn that it, I think that they're both really bad, and that Death Valley gives it's gonna. Yeah, I don't uh, think eight, at night. So I think they hung a lot of.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think the Penn State even hanging around was lucky. Like I, I never thought for once that they were gonna win that game. Um. I can see it go either way, but, I I mean, I'm not surprised at the line, though. All right, one of
2: the last top 25s I want to talk about, and I hate to do it to them, uh, number 18, Fresno State at Hawaii. 10 o'clock kickoff for us. Uh, Hawaii is plus 10, but Hawaii is historically good at home. And I don't know if I like them plus 10, or I'll I'll say it again. What about a little – a little bullshit 10-point yeah. underdog no, money line tonight. again, just like we did NC State Clemson with 10-pointers. Yeah, a little 10 o'clock kickoff. I think if you're up here, have some fun, throw a little money on Hawaii. I do want to say I think Fresno State's a good football if team. If I'm having Hawaii. a hell of a day, I'm taking money line. Yeah, I'm going money line. I'm taking Hawaii, Hawaii well. money line. But Fresno State cost us – uh I had a horrible debt in Fresno <laughs> State Friday night. And Maybe. I had a minus 30 – and had to get on the live bet. Took them first half plus eight and a half. Hit that, and then took them the final game by four and a half and hit that. So the fact that I had to take Fresno live at four and a half and originally took them by thirty was heartbreaking. Uh, had a Charlotte push earlier that evening. Just a and shitty. Just I mean, just shitty for. We do. I need. I need to backtrack real quick. Real quick. App State having to cover and just. falling down at the five yard line Thursday night was horrendous. And I knew from then that college football, yeah was going to slap the shit out of me all week. And it, uh, it did. And I had, so I had App State fall down at the five to lose. I had Charlotte up clear as day, up 11, give up a touchdown, go for two. They got it pushed by three. And then a Fresno State 30 point favorite. And I had to lock them at four and a half live was just, uh, it was a shitty first three-game start. started 0-2 and 1. Uh, and, yeah, from there from there it didn't go great. So, that's, uh, that's all our college football besides uh, I did what I could. Uh, I, tried to, I tried to grind this out. Let me, let me double take, triple take, see if there's any more SEC to talk about. Tennessee, Missouri, no point in saying shit about that. Missouri, three-point favorite might hit that at home.
0: Oh, Missouri fucked this past
2: night, They did. Missouri did hurt me last week. I'm hoping they make it up to me. Uh, they hurt us, but they did hurt us. <clears> Mr. AJ <throat> Dillon's alma mater that I talk about a lot, Boston College. They are up in my book just from AJ Dillon specifically. Oh no, I forgot about one of the best prime time games, and I'm sure you guys are going to talk a lot about. And that's UConn at Vandy. Two of the worst Shit football ball, teams. Shit
0: baby! I can't wait. It's going to be fun. I, I think UConn is shittier. If that makes any sense, I think UConn has to be shittier. I think UConn's the worst football team I've seen in a very long time. What the, what's the What about, the, out, about, about? What
2: about? this game on at six thirty on ESPN? It's prime U. time,
0: baby! It's prime time. What and this time is a about? good game. This Huskies call. I'm we're betting
2: on it. We have
0: to bet on this it. No, we're way. hitting this game. I'm taking them. I'm hammering bandy because <laughs> UConn is absolutely horrible. Vandy's. This is crazy as hell for me to say, cause Bandy is a god awful football team. Like Bandy's gonna out- like in, Husky. in any other year, Bandy's the worst football team ever. But this <laughs> year, this year right here, UConn Huskies, the fucking girls basketball team can compete. I mean, this team is god awful. I'm hammering the shit out of the under and Bandy minus fourteen and a half. Fifteen nothing
2: ball game.
1: This game will be less organized than the meme machine versus the prison guards from longest Yard.
2: The meme machine wow. would fuck UConn up. Two oh four total yards both teams. Nelly would have two seventy. Nelly would have two seventy on UConn at least. Four no,
0: Oh, God, awful. I think we could 77 seven, and go the damn
2: second day. I do think I'm hammering the over, like you said, yeah. just rooting for points, shitty ass points. I'm hammering the shit out of the over. It's going to be a shitty
0: football game. I, I love wish that. Over, and I love, I love <laughs> that. UConn kind of is horrible. UConn kind of is just horrible. I love I'll- that. I would never been could- on baby football ever again.
1: I wish that y'all I'll could face love- his facial expressions right now.
2: UConn's horrible. <laughs> yeah, and on top of this, at prime time on ESPN, s p n u and it's oh raining. And be talking to other, I to be watching this happy as hell, and I'll be sick somewhere.
0: Yeah, so <laughs> I just
2: got that one in there to spice it up. Uh, everybody and their mom knows what game we saved, and I'm not gonna have a single take on it. I'm not gonna say anything. Uh, I know how the guy I'm with, being Austin Pace, I know how he is. Pre uh pre-game talking wise does a good job at not having to uh eat his words too much, doesn't talk too much. G also a very humble fan. But this one has been G touch base on it. Kinda a newly self-made rival that probably shouldn't mm-hmm. have been just to spice it up. Uh an ex assistant now, a coach that likes to talk a lot on, you know, social media and stuff. The two Heisman favorites. Two thirty mm-hmm. kickoff on CBS. Number 12, Lance Sharks visiting the number one tied. Also an insane line, in my opinion, for the matchup. Alabama's a 14-and-a-half point yeah. favorite. I do want to say before y'all get into it, we can look at every SEC line. I got 46, 49, 64, 45, 55, 51, Baby. 54. And we got this game at 79. Wow.
0: I I, I almost got a bit there. I think it's going to be – I can't wait for this football game. It's going to be a great football fan game for just football fans across the board. Um, I don't talk much before a football game at all. Actually, I'm not going to get into it at all. We'll be able to talk more about it next week. It's going to be a great game. Both the Heisman uh, candidates, you know, you got the favorite Matt Corral coming into T Town to try to knock off Bryce Young in the Tide. Uh, tide big favorites. I think it should be a little less than that, to be honest, in my opinion. Um, but T Town's going to be rocking. The fans got to bring it. Uh, 107,000 going to be rowdy in there. Uh, I think it's going to who gets the most stops, who makes the least errors, and I can't wait. It's going to be a good football game.
1: Yeah, I mean, you all know me. I'm not going to go crazy on it. I know Bubba says this is a one-way made rivalry, but I think it's a rivalry because we're the only team in the SEC that's actually been able to beat Bama unless they have a Joe Burrow year. Um, and it's only been – yeah, in Auburn with – like what Cam Newton or somebody or Nick Marshall would. Yeah, it's it's been a while, or a kick six. But like Pace said, I think it's going to be a really fun game to watch. I don't, I'm not going to hop into what I think is going to happen because me and Pace have been watching this sport, Bubba too, watching this sport long enough to know if you say one thing, the exact opposite happens or what you say happens and it's not what you want to happen. But um, I think it's going to be a really fun game. I do think out of the past five years, this is the year that almost Miss has a chance. Previously, if you asked me what was going to happen on a Bama Respect Week, that's what we're calling it now on Twitter. I've seen a hashtag recently. It's a lot better than Bama Hate Week because they hand our ass to us most of the time. But um, I think it's going to be a fun game, a lot of offense, and hopefully a little bit of defense on our side. But, um, yeah, it'll be fun to watch. Me and Bob are going to have to be – oh, yeah, it'll be fun. I'm sure – I mean, we're all close enough that even whichever way it goes, we're probably not going to talk too much stuff to each other on here, probably more on Twitter towards other people. But, uh, yeah, it's going to be fun. Me and Bob are going to be hitting wiffle balls a mile, trying to watch it on a phone or something. And it's going to be fun. I'm going to have it in my ear the whole day. It'll be awesome. And I just want to say my last thing. I do just want to say, if Ole Miss loses this game but puts up a fight, they still have a really good chance to be a really good football team that's ranked highly. If that's the only loss that they have is to a good Alabama team. That's all. I mean, that's it.
2: And I'll I'll say this, and it obviously goes longer than either one of these guys saying it because of how much I hate the people of Oxford and the football team. If they lose this game and go 11-1, and they're very well – and Bama wins SEC ship. If it keeps getting as crazy as it does, you know, there's a, there's a solid chance. Not, not a great chance. Obviously, they need to win the game to have a great chance. But there's a good chance they could be the four seed with the one loss that we see every year, in my opinion. Because I think yeah. – I, I mean, I think Corral – I said it on Twitter today. He has to do something drastic and have like an Arkansas-like game Maybe I mean, maybe not that bad. That was – I mean, surely he doesn't have one that bad. But he has to have a three-pick or three-turnover game, you know, a sub-two – I'll say sub-two or maybe multiple sub-250, sub-200 game, total yards. You know, he has to do something crazy and really turn it around for him to lose that Heisman. His only threat, in my opinion, at all right now, which is only – you know, we're only a third of the way in, is uh, Bryce Young over at Alabama just because – He's going to have a really good resume, especially if they go 12-0. and 0. Uh, He's going to put up numbers. He's a pocket passer. He gets the yards. So, I think the Heisman is by far corrals to lose, like by, by far. One of the highest in a week four I've ever seen just because of – I don't know. I just feel like if Bryce Young doesn't do nothing crazy, everyone knows that corral runs it up. Uh, Kiffin's going to go for it up 30 you know, they're going to keep trying to score as much as they can, which is fine. You know, if that's how you play, that's how you play. So, I think in having a, you know, a Heisman running quarterback and being 11-1, and if they do lose this game or if they lose, you know, any game this season or whatever, I think uh, Ole Miss is one of the first choices to be that 11-1 and or one lost team to get in at number four, as much as I hate to say it.
1: Uh, I would say it's Corral's to lose but even more than that I'd say it's Ole Misses to lose because I mean you got to have a good record to get that Heisman now, I think Bryce Young's got a good chance just because he goes to Alabama and he's going to put up those yards because he has those weapons which Ole Miss has weapons too I'm not saying that but Bryce Young also has a defense on his side that you know is going to stop people so I mean it sucks that our first test as a defense is against the number one team in the nation in my opinion so far but it's going to be really fun to watch and. I think we'll know a lot more about these two teams and Georgia and Arkansas after this next week, and that'll make for a really good episode next week.
2: Yeah, can't wait. Yeah, awesome week for SEC football and football in general. Uh, back to the crowd, though, I do want to say it, it does suck because he's proven, you know, as talented as he is, and I, I hate the guy. I cannot stand him. I hate him passionately, and I've said that, but I'll be honest about him as well. And it just sucks for him that if his, you know, if his weapons don't come through for him, there's not a, you know, Saban's going to rotate the next guy in there and he's probably going to catch the football or he's probably going to get open and run an incredible route. And Ole Miss being old Ole Miss, not saying they're not deep, but they're not as deep as, you know, like you said, Bryce Young's tools. So uh, I think Corral has to play a, not a perfect season, but, he, you know, he he can't have no – he can't have any bad decisions – and not near the bad decisions he had last year, but I think he has very much improved from last year. So far, at least, he's proven he is.
0: Yeah, it's gonna be a fun week, college football. Can't wait! Thank y'all so much for listening.
2: Woo! Thank y'all so much for listening. Uh, as every week, we really appreciate it. Appreciate the retweets, the follows. Uh, listen on Spotify, share with any of your buddies or, you know, whoever it may be. The uh, college football card will be out by Thursday. Don't know if we'll have any Thursday plays, but it will be out. Uh, and as always, we have college and NFL merch. Hit us up in the DMs or text us if you have our number. Uh, really looking forward to making all the merch you guys need slash want. Uh, cooler weather is coming up. We got hoodies, long sleeves. And, of course, as always, we still have the short sleeves. So hit any one of us up, Uh, Joe G., Austin Pace, Dalton Cody. any of us, we'll all reach out, reach back out to you, find out what you need, hook you up, and get it taken care of as soon as possible. And, again, thank y'all.
1: Go get that cozy gear. And I know y'all are tired of wearing the same old stuff to the games. Get something cool to wear. Wear a sip with the dudes. And thank y'all for listening.